Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Diva Behavior, the podcast. I'm your host, Molly Molshine, and this week we have a very special episode. It's all about Beyonce. It's also about a million other things besides Beyonce because for some reason that's kind of what happens when you talk about Beyonce. She's such a good pop star and celebrity in that you don't really know that much about her, but you do know a lot about her and she's just sort of this perfect prism for filtering a million other issues that are really important and fun to talk about. She's just so good at creating work that incorporates feminism, civil rights, equality, just so many different things. Her work is accessible to everybody and it's sort of a choose your own adventure with Beyonce. You can listen to her music and either take it at surface level as really great songs about love and dating and partying and girl power or you can go even deeper and check out all of her references and all of the statements that she's trying to make politically, socially, culturally, things like that. I've grown up with her. I don't have a single bad thing to say about Beyonce. I'm obsessed with her. She really can do no wrong in my eyes. I've been listening to her since she was in Destiny's Child. And she is someone who is very frequently accused of being a diva. My guests this week are the amazing Millie Tamares and Marsha Belsky. They were visiting London last week and we had a little roundtable discussion about Beyonce. They were like the best guests I ever could have had to talk about her because they're so well-informed on so many different things. They're both comics based in New York. You can check out their social media pages if you want to see them perform. And you should follow them because they're hilarious on social media. So Marsha is at Marsha Sky, M-A-R-C-I-A-S-K-Y. And Millie is at Millionaire. And it's spelled very cleverly, M-I-L-L-Y-O-N, the number four, I-R-E. And Millie has her own podcast. It's called All Dick is Trash. So give that a listen too. She makes a very compelling case week after week for why All Dick is in fact trash. And you can follow me on social media at Molly Molshine on Twitter and Instagram. Please rate and review Diva Behavior on Apple Podcasts. Please spread the word if you like this episode. Tell other people to listen to it and enjoy. Some people think Diva's a bitch. Diva Behavior, the podcast. I've had so many people, every time I have someone agree to be a guest on this show, they always want to do Beyonce. <laughs> and I'm always like, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think most people have much interesting to say about Beyonce because everyone just kind of loves her yeah. or is ambivalent about her. Yeah. But I felt like you would have a lot of interesting stuff to say. Yeah. I'm definitely in the beehive for sure, but I'm also like skeptical And yeah, I think that there's a lot of interesting things to say and like respect her. And I do, I sometimes I think about it. Like I think about um, her Lion King album. Did you listen to it? No. They played it yesterday in the club. Like we were in the club in in, uh, Shoreditch, Hackney, whatever. And they're playing, like they're playing reggae and Afrobeats. And then they played something from the new Lion King album and it's actually really good. Is like, it it's, really? It's really good, like reggae, Afro beats, like really and I'm just like, damn, like she didn't this didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And it's way more like to me, it's way more in- innovative for an American artist from Texas to be doing like African inspired mu- pop music. Yeah. Than like Lady Gaga and Shallow, which won or whatever. You yeah. know, like that won an Oscar, but like this didn't even get nominated. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to, at like in 10 years or 15 years, Beyonce is going to work with some like big major like um, person and do like a 
a movie about her life and all the time she's been slighted. Yeah. And it's going to be really good. And, and we're going to be embarrassed about how we treated them. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, you know, she's never won album of the year. Tw- never? Never. Mm-mm. And Taylor Swift has two. If you compare somebody like Beyonce to somebody like Taylor Swift and who gets to, like, publicly say stuff, do you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's all, it is all very calculated. Well, in a way that yeah, you know. I think they're both calculated in such different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like they they both experience backlash differently as well. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift gets a lot of backlash of people just kind of saying they don't like her vibe, I guess, mm-hmm. and saying you know that she always plays the victim and that and she, inauthenticity and inauthenticity. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when Beyonce gets a backlash, it's more of a backlash against her for being a diva for being you know what people like to describe as a diva like remember when she had those when those pictures came out from her super bowl performance that were unflattering and her um publicist emailed buzzfeed and they were like can you please take these pictures down and then buzzfeed posted the email with a whole because they love a vein. They're like, women are vain. It's like, why do you think women are vain in a society yeah. that we have to be attractive just to be alive? Yeah. Like, but it's also interesting because that only happened probably four years ago, whatever yeah. her thing was. And that would never happen now that we yeah. have this, like, anti-bullying culture. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see how that... Because if you look back at it now, it really does look needlessly nasty. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was looking back. People were talking on Twitter about, like, Jessica Simpson, like... They did. They let a man write a Rolling Stone cover piece about her. That oh, he's like, he's like, fat she I is. can't believe I'm not allowed to mention how fat she is. She's oh, fat. Yeah, she's fat. She's fat. Or it wasn't like, even like that. She she was fat at the moment that she used to be fat, and it's like yeah. that would never fly now. Thankfully, yeah. you yeah. know. But like, yeah, it's just it's so tough uh, for people to. It's the same thing Ray says about how people treat like how men can be like trying to get money. And fame and possessions to get a lot of women, but then as soon as women are interested in like fame, that, and money, and possessions, oh, then they're like, "Oh, then you're just gold diggers." It's oh. like, well, then don't you know? Like, yeah. what don't is it? A, I talk about that all the time, and it's just like, yeah, it, yeah and it, it's true. Well, that's like the whole thing. Like, there's, it's always anything with women. There's always lose lose because it's like. All country music is about, like, I hate when women are ugly, but when women take too long to get ready, it's unacceptable. Like, that's, yeah. that's memes. You yeah. have to be, like, natural. That's memes. Yeah. That's online culture all the time. I know. It's either, like, somebody on Twitter is like, ew, look at this girl, or, like, yeah. oh, my God, I only get ready. I, I got to start putting on, when she puts on her shoes, yeah. that's when I start getting ready. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting also with Taylor and Beyonce, how Taylor tries to kind of seem more relatable. I don't think Beyonce is interested whatsoever and seeming relatable no and I don't and I love that like I can't stand when celebrities act like they're just like us because I'm like I'm sorry you're not well I I really like what I liked about the doc the home because I was thinking about homecoming and the way that that made me feel so homecoming is Beyonce Beyonce's Beyonce's Netflix Netflix. Coachella one yeah yeah and then and then Americana which is Taylor's and then like homecoming it was relatable in a way of like she still has problems with her body. She's still um, that like postpartum mm-hmm. thing. Um, she she says that she's had miscarriages, which is something that like a lot of women don't talk about. Yeah, um, I then, loved that they showed because her body is so much a part of her brand, and I love that she was like, "Here's what I did to get my body back after I had twins." Oh, she literally yeah. is not eating anything, anything, and she's working out eight thousand calories a day. She's like. I'm not eating fish, nuts. Like, and like she, I'm like, what can you eat? Yeah. And, and then, then she's, she's like, like, I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. Yeah. I was like, thinking but that's like important that. because it's like, I don't think we should live in a society where you have to look like Beyonce. But if Beyonce looks like Beyonce, I think it's important she shows everything she sacrifices to do that. And then also showing her like to rehearsing. Yeah. And then like showing that it took eight months to come up with that. I thing. loved that too because it was so technical. Because I've found even in like the small ways where we have to do comedy, like I have such a hard time making my sets translate on tape the way that they are experienced live. And it was nice to see someone as huge as Beyonce going, we had the show completely down, but it just wasn't looking right on camera until we specifically focused on making the show catered towards the camera. Yeah. And I was like, that's fascinating because you watch the Coachella thing, you're like, oh, this is just a really good live set. And it's like, no, she had every single camera angle in mind. She made it so that 
the home viewers were experiencing what she intended yeah. to get across live. I feel like it's too, it would be too overwhelming live. Yeah. There's too many things going on. I would love it. Oh I would God. love to it, see it live, yeah. but like if you're Coachella, think about it, if you're in the back, mm-hmm. you're like, what is going on? You're like trying to yeah. look at everything. But it was so beautiful, but, yeah. Um, but then on camera, that's something where it's like, wow, like I'm so glad I get to experience and like notice different things every yeah. time I watch it. One and, thing that... Um, really bothers me about people's perception of Beyonce is that she's an auteur, you know? She's mm-hmm. literally like Jean-Luc Godard of herself. Yeah. And people act like... I remember when she won some Grammy over Beck, you know, the singer No, Beck won uh, Album of the Year over her. But there was one but there was thing one that category she that she him, won. Yeah. And people were circulating this meme that showed... Oh, the songwriting. Song, yeah, the songwriting credits. And it was like Beck's songwriting credits are just Beck all throughout. And then Beyonce has a bunch of people on every single one. And it's like, okay, well, Beyonce's a corporation. Yeah. Beyonce is an entire, like, she is literally an epic film every time she yeah. appears publicly. And Beck is a guy with a guitar. Like, he's great. He's fine. But... You can't really compare those two things. Yeah. But also, like, what are Beck's lyrics to? You know what I mean? Like, right. let's look at lyrics. And, like, um, that song, Love Drought, have you heard, like, the Love Drought from Lemonade? Mm-hmm. They did a g- rap genius video, like, you know, with the yellow yeah, background, yeah. with a girl from her songwriting camp to talk about that thing. So when you hear it, and in the context of Lemonade, it sounds like somebody, it sounds like it's Beyonce kind of speaking to Jay-Z about, like, what are the things to get us backtrack and get us back in love? Yeah. And then when the girl who talks about the lyrics, she was like, look, they have a songwriting camp, and I had submitted all these songs, and her and her, and her team weren't letting me, and they kind of weren't, like, you know... Um, giving me opportunities but it's because I've been working with Beyonce so long that Beyonce personally called me and invited me over so that song to her was like what do I have to do in this industry it was like her her message to the industry oh, of like cool. like you and me can move mountains and it was like talking about how music the movement of music has been able to start revolutions and change what you know and she's like am I not thirsty enough do, do I not like want it enough for you for, for you to give me opportunity so it's just so different because I'm like wow interpreted two different ways yeah. but it's like people because I heard one time this uh, like these white gays at some t- some restaurant in Chinatown were like Ugh, Beyonce is like bubblegum pop music and like you what? know Madonna's real stuff Coldplay's real stuff and I'm like okay they're just racist Madonna stole all of her stuff like, yeah, yeah. From, <laughs> from like black gay people so that's just stuff where I'm like there's like a certain level of when people are saying they don't like or this and that, I'm just yeah. like, there's a coded thing in there. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, you're just also racist. It's like a purity test. It's like this weird, like, rockist mentality of everything has to be stemming from one guy with a guitar. And it's just yeah. so not, like, it's so irrelevant, you know? And even the stuff that we think of as one guy with a guitar is stolen from blues and R&B. Yeah, and it's just another there way. a bunch of people. It's just a different... They want to discount black music and they'll really do it in any way they can while then going on to steal it and then like simplify it in a way that's more palatable for white audiences, which yeah. they've done since the beginning of American music. Can I, can I just say like really hot take? Most covers are racist. <laughs> Dude, I was just going to say that. I, I was, was like, gonna say I that. really hate scaled back. Like, like there are some acoustic, songs. Like acoustic, like T.I. songs. Yeah, acoustic T.I. songs. There are songs like Single Ladies on a Piano. I'm like, this is bad. Or like, there's a Selena, Go- like Love You Like a Love Song. Like, if I'm listening to Selena Gomez, it's for the beat. Yeah. I don't want to hear an acoustic version of this. Like, yeah. maybe not, like, one time out of ten, it's like, okay, or like, it's different enough. But most covers yeah. are racial on... violence. Yeah. <laughs> because they're usually about being like ironic, tongue in cheek, oh, making fun stupid. of it, as opposed to covering it because they really love the music. Like, yeah. I think there's some covers done that you can tell it's coming from a place of true love for the song. And like respect. Yeah. Right. But most of the times it's like people who aren't funny trying to get a laugh at them being like, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, or, or even worse, like, I remember growing up, um, like, you know, I'm pretty sure Ben Folds would do covers and, like, say the, maybe say the N-word in his songs, like, when he would do it. Or maybe it wasn't him, but, like, white artists like that, where they'd use it as an excuse to say the N-word in the context of acoustic covers of rap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stupid. It's like a writing exercise for them. They're like, how can I get away with, like, 
doing this. Yeah. Or, and it's just like, why do you want to? Yeah. Because yeah. it's the, the one point? thing they're told they can't, like, yeah. or shouldn't. So they're like, well, we all, it's like Chet, um, what's Chet, his, Hanks. Chet Hanks. He's like, I don't get why it's appropriation if we all share each other's music. Like, dude, my friend said, so my friend was like, because uh, I said I wanted the Chet Hanks uh, dunk, and he's like, you absolutely don't want this. I saw him buy grass for $80. I thought it was weed. Like, he's such an idiot. That's so like, funny. Dude, yeah, my friend went to high school with him. He's like, he's the biggest dumbass. Poor Colin. Oh he's like, I know, Colin, is, Colin can get it. But there was a great meme going around that was like, North, South, and Central Jersey represented by the three <laughs> Hanks. Yes, I and saw And it's that. so accurate. What's Chet? He's South, South Jersey. Jersey. 100%. He's like... Outside of a Wawa, like yeah. with a monster truck vape, trying to like pick up a seventeen-year-old. You so know what I mean? Funny. Um, honestly, yeah, That's spot yeah. on. Honestly, true. And he has his own rap album that he's like trying to hand to people <laughs> or reggaeton. I don't know how Rita Wilson abides that. Poor woman. Poor. There's all this one. She encourages him though. Oh God. Well, you know. Try like, well, you know, like he's trying to figure it out. Unconditional yeah. love just goes too far sometimes. Yeah. Love needs conditions. That's what I said. <laughs> conditions are good. It's like if you act up, you're not getting this love. Yeah. That's you're gonna be a great parent. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> but that's that's what people think. Like like especially men are like, Oh, I want unconditional love. I wanna do whatever I want to you and you're gonna love me no matter well, what. Well, but and they don't like, unconditional yeah. love is supposed no, to be reciprocated. It's not yeah. unconditional if you're expecting the woman to put up with everything you do and you don't yeah. actually tolerate See, like, that's what people don't know. But then it is conditional because yeah. it's on the condition that you give it back and you respect me. So I'm gonna try this back. Same with yes. women. And like being beauty culture, and beauty stuff, culture yeah. sexualizing, oh, yeah. and like feminism, because a lot of people were like, supermarket. Oh, Beyonce is like under the male gaze; she can't call herself a feminist because and I like, hate that. It's so harmful. And like, it is harmful. And I thought that was so stupid. And it was, and you know, like again, something like I think pre Beyonce making that statement that she was a feminist. Like that led her like led ways for Cardi B to be somewhat of an act. Like Cardi yeah. B's like pretty yeah. leftist, very activist, but would not have been accepted into an American feminist movement. Um, yeah, there are so many women left behind by yeah. like that type of by thing. by that type. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, well, can and it's just like those critiques of like, well, can you truly call yourself a feminist if you don't get rid of all your racial? things you know what i mean yeah. of like your racial like the way that you think of people of color like that's not that's you but know that's like, like roxanne gay's like bad feminists it's like fe- a feminist should not be a label and noun it's like you can't call yourself an intersectional feminist because to be intersectional is an action it's mm-hmm. not a label so it's mm-hmm. kind of like that with feminists it's like anybody can call themselves a feminist but her whole argument is like I'm not going to be like they equate the movement with the person and people are flawed. Therefore, people who make up movements are going to make flawed movements. Mm -hmm. It doesn't undercut what the movement's message and Mm -hmm. desired goals are, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, even that women are not always going to agree, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, but that's why people like Cardi B or we were talking about earlier, Dolly Parton, why there are a lot of women who are hesitant to call themselves feminists in a way that I completely understand. And it doesn't help when intellectual educated mostly white feminists come down on those women yeah, yeah. to like like coastal elite feminists yeah we literally talked about this in the last episode because we talked about the dixie chicks yeah and we were talking about how like with dolly parton yeah it's like she feels no kins kinship with feminists whatsoever and you can't blame her it's like because they're like you have fake boobs and a low-cut shirt you don't respect yourself and it's yeah. like that's not fair because but that's also patriarchy exactly think that respect comes from dressing you know, covering being yeah. modest like, i definitely grew up with that perception of feminism like super second wave yeah like unsex yourself you yeah. need to be like the only worthwhile inaction of like feminist ideals is to be in like a white collar job and being mm-hmm. equal to the men in that white. Well, that's yeah, and it's just like yeah. capitalism, but with yeah, yeah, like and it's I so think somebody, not me. And then it's also like somebody posted this on Twitter of like, oh, um, there's all these corporate. There's only two uh, percent of the wealth, or like 10, 10 people uh, run one percent of the wealth, and like they're all white, sad faces. Like we need more people of color, and it's like no, that's not mm-hmm. what. You know, it's like kind of yeah. critiquing, like, people just want to be, like, 
that that way the of feminism like the way and there's a lot of people i see in well that is white feminism too it's like that's why mm-hmm. also, intersectionality is like important because if you're only working to get yourself into the power as opposed to dismantling the power structure in general you're not actually like a revolutionary you're just trying to join the upper class like you know and that is what people say about jay-z and beyonce right yeah. and beyonce yeah. Beyonce at least is less like Beyonce isn't a billionaire. I think Jay Z is from all his ventures, but I feel like Jay Z is more um, outspoken with his desire to do black capitalism yeah. mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and um, has made a lot of shitty moves. I think yeah. it's fair to critique mm-hmm. it, but in the same thing, like we were just talking about, like it, from his point of view. I think he finds that, like, we're stuck in this system, so at the very least, we have to try and get, like, as many black people, like, into that position of power, but it just is not really how it works when it comes down to it with privilege and structure and, like, you know. I think that, yeah, like, let's talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Jay-Z is the one who produces it now on behalf of the NFL, which obviously... With Rock Nation, yeah. With Rock Nation, which is very controversial because the NFL has this terrible track record of... You know, terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Not only not listening to black players, but basically blacklisting Colin Kaepernick, you know? Yeah. And, like, people argue, oh, he wasn't that good anyway. Which but he would true. still he would still be playing if yeah. it wasn't for his protests of him, like, taking a knee and everything. So Jay-Z now is working with the NFL. And, like, what are your, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, they did that, like, the Carters album. And they, like, for that... Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z and Beyonce. And they did um, the ape, ape shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, Super you Bowl. You don't need, and that, that was so powerful of like the Super what Bowl. What did he say? In it? He, he said, said um, "Tell the guys in the Super Bowl, you don't need me. I mean, you need me. I don't need you." Yeah. And that was so powerful and so cool and so empowering in the moment of like, and it really was like a, a big and even Grammys too. Like it was like a whole like f you to the all the institutions that were being shitty to black people of like Grammy's not you know so it's like we don't even need your your validation and stuff like we know that we're the shit and that was so cool and then to see him like work for them it was like whack yeah. and then um even the meeting that they had with Colin Ka- like like the the first NFL meeting where it was like photo ops and then he was like yeah like the knee thing was the start of the movement but like we're off that we need to move past that like what's next but he didn't like talk Jay-Z to said that? Jay-Z yeah. said that and they had that like on video and then he didn't like but the thing is he didn't talk to Colin Kaepernick and Colin Kaepernick oh. was like you didn't reach out to me you didn't like say anything you're saying that you did that's a lie none of your people like this is like it kind of like that's pretty backtracked bad. Uh, the the whole thing that they were doing, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, it's it's just like it's it's too it's too bad, and it's just like really whack, and it's just like a series of movements of things that Jay Z has done that I've been tracking, and again, I love Beyonce, I love Jay Z, but like there are things that they do that I'm like, dude, they're out of touch, like they haven't yeah. been poor for so like, especially Jay Z, like has no idea, and I have more, but I want to hear your thoughts too. But. I think. I think there is a lot of value to having Jay-Z's voice in the NFL and in the halftime show, even if he's not doing a perfect job. Because from the people I know, like I come from, I grew up in the suburbs. I grew up in like extremely white suburbs. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who are watching the Super Bowl like devotedly year after year. And for them to see J-Lo and Shakira, it was like a total like mind blow, like mind blowing thing for them. For them to see... J-Lo with, like, the Puerto Rican flag yeah, saying, saying born, born in the, the USA. USA. I don't think that would have happened without probably Jay-Z giving them the green light. And yeah. I think Beyonce, with her halftime show, putting the dancers in Black Panther uniforms, that yeah. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Got a huge and it pissed people off, and that's good, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, in the communities, like, in the community that Jay-Z came from, it's probably really annoying and a slap in the face to see him colluding with the NFL but for the like very white very dumb masses that aren't so educated about stuff I think it does I think it does help a little you know yeah Yeah. I think I think it's just constantly lose-lose for black people in America because it's basically like this constant question that's really in any industry of do you change it from the inside and put yourself into places where you're like 
group is not normally represented so that you can influence from the inside because those spaces don't have a lot of black input or, you know, say queer input, female input. So then, or like, or academia, like this is always a question too, or do you form your own institutions because you recognize that the institutions that were made by the power structure will never actually work to like upheave it, you know? And then sometimes it's like, are you, are, are they actually listening to you or is it just like a face? Are they patronizing patronizing you just to say that they did and that's what a lot of people felt like i didn't even think about your point of like yeah no i and like it is powerful and like the kids in cages moment and all that stuff of like yeah like we're not even thinking about that and you know um so that's good but at the same time it's like are they actually listening to him or is it just somebody to to exploit we see this in america a lot like people companies pay for their own criticism so that they can control it. So it's yeah. like there like you'll see these things where it's like, you know, it'll be sponsored by like someone will do something that's like resistance or whatever sponsored by Apple, you know, or like yeah. they'll do a commercial that seems like it's very liberal but it's like sponsored by IBM you know so or it's like, like Facebook embracing the term yes. clickbait and pretending yeah. that they didn't invent it right and so and then I also think there's another level of like Jay-Z is a guy who comes from Bed-Stuy who made money through music and now he's being asked to politically represent all black Americans and it's like he's not going to live up to those expectations because that's not what he really signed up for like but that happens with a lot of celebrities in general so it's like you have women who of course are not perfect feminists because they're actresses like you know and so but so I think that's a lot of it too is I think that I think in a way his decision making especially considering who he's been surrounded by for the last 20 years is going to be so out of touch but that out of touchness I think is they come down a lot harder on him or anybody that comes from a marginalized group because there's this expectation of like perfection and somehow being able to represent the entire diaspora. That's and it's so just, true. I don't even know the name of a white person in the NFL to blame for any political. Right. Good, Roger Goodell, I do. White people, white people have to out themselves politically before they're asked. So Tom Brady was only asked to be political after he put a MAGA hat in his locker room and then yeah. he was able to stop that conversation as soon as he wanted it to even though he entered the political arena by choice yeah other people are forced into it and then just have to do the best they can yeah him. and so like I another thing I yeah, so much. Well, he kisses his kid on the lips um <laughs> another thing about jay-z was a few years ago like in 2013 or 2014 um but like barney's was having a lot of problems with like uh, accusing oh, black people yeah. of shoplifting, following them around stores. This one kid specifically, this one kid, um, like was going to school. He graduated, so he bought himself like a two hundred fifty dollar belt with his credit card or something. They thought it was a stolen credit card fraud. Put him in jail for like four hours, then took him out and like all this stuff. And like that, the next day, Jay Z announced that, or like a week later, Jay Z announced that he was doing a partnership with Barney's, and everyone's like, yeah. "What the hell, like?" Like where, like come on, like you know but where Jay-Z's black people not on ask, Twitter. like Jay Z. No, not but he Twitter. so you know people did her like call him out and were like yeah. black people. We all decide, like black people yeah. decided we're not gonna. And then then finally he was like, oh, actually, like fifteen percent of my profits are gonna go to fighting black issues or whatever, or like a percent of my profits or something like that. It's kind of like, oh, but I'm going to change it from the inside. I'm still going to keep my deal, yeah. but I'm not going to keep all the money. And it's just like that kind of stuff. It's like, and I also think we scream at people who we think might listen. So it's like people don't scream at like white men who are actually doing evil shit sometimes because they're more likely to scream at the white woman yeah. who's more likely to listen or at least feel like she should listen for optics like you know and so but then also you have to call out white feminism and how it ignores so it's like it's always both yeah because we were talking about like everybody in america likes to bring up the 53 or 54 percent white women that voted for yeah it's like it was 75 percent of like white White men men. yeah and it's like so yeah it's kind of like like 60 something yeah it was it was no it was like 70 or some crazy i've seen so many white men on twitter going 67 percent of white women voted for Trump it's like really? you're yeah. not the one who gets to say that yeah. like, <laughs> but even but even men of color and all this stuff too and I'm just like yeah and I was just thinking like yeah but why don't we talk about the white men you know yeah. what I mean and it's like we don't need but then it's like we don't even try like it's not even is it going to be even worth yeah. our time because oh, you'll well, get banned, banned from Facebook you got banned from Facebook yeah I did too yeah oh I, you did yeah I got banned from Facebook for 
two days for saying ban men from Congress. Wow. <laughs> We'd have to go into a whole other episode about the Facebook stuff. Yeah. But I do, I think it's, that's where it's like, it's so difficult with intersectionality is like, because in some ways it's like men of color, um, if like, you can be trying to sidle up to the patriarchy while fighting against white supremacy. White women are trying to sidle up to white supremacy and get those benefits while claiming to fight against the patriarchy. Meanwhile, both of those systems are interacting to oppress women of color. Yeah, yeah. so I got, like, so um, the day that Trump announced the trans ban on it for the military, I posted on Facebook, why did I do this? I posted on Facebook, do you still think Trump and Hillary are the same? Because that was basically the whole reason why, right? Like, people weren't voting. It was like, oh, well, uh, Trump, two, uh, lesser of two evils. And it's like, or like, they're the same thing, whatever. But it's like, Hillary wouldn't yeah. have done a trans ban. Like, whatever. Like, she's not perfect. And she's yeah. done messed up stuff. She wouldn't ban trans people. Like, she wouldn't yeah. actively do stuff. She probably wouldn't do anything progressive. But she wouldn't do regressive stuff. Yo, Tons of comments like, yes, blah, 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 the crime bill, this and that. And then somebody, and then somebody was like, like this, like Hotepi guy was like, you see, this is what feminism gets you. Like feminism is white supremacy. Like, and you know, and that's the problem with Hotepi is like, they almost make a point and then they just go so left that you're like, I can't even, like, I see where you're trying to say, but you're just so wrong. But it's, yeah. but well, it's, it's like, like, you're mad if you're one degree away from power like so it's like that's like that's like the critiques of white gay men because yeah. it's like if you're actually just mad that you feel cheated because you were one step away from being a white straight man then you're not fighting for the right things because yeah, exactly. you're fighting to be treated like a white straight man you're not fighting for everyone to be treated the same yeah that's in every intersection of yeah. oppression because it's like if you're a black man who's fighting to be treated like a white man and not fighting for everybody to be treated the same yeah. then that's like a hotep like kind of thing in yeah a way. it's so crazy but this yeah. is how movements work is that it's always going to be that there are people who benefit there are women who live lives that would not be possible if exactly. not for feminist movements but they don't really see the connection between that and labeling themselves a feminist. And I think it's because they've been taught that it's some sort of like, you're asking for some sort of special privilege or like, but mm. I, that's why I kind of liked the Beyonce, like big feminist, like performances she did where she puts feminists behind her, like in big letters, because a lot of people criticize it as market feminism and things like that. And I think those are very valid arguments. But I just like a woman like that being like, this is not a dirty word yeah, and I'm yeah. not ashamed of calling myself it yeah. because it was important and it did change things culturally at the it time. Did, it did. It did. And especially a black woman and then like yes, having... especially um, a black woman. Uh, having a Chimanda... Chimamanda The quote, yes. yes. Having her and Pretty Hurts, during, that song Pretty Hurts. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like having that like really, like really transformed. It's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't have to... Like do or I, I I can be, you know I can do this. So that's why it was really cool. One thing we talk about a lot on this podcast is how like diva allegations are very intersectional. Mm. And mm -hmm. if a woman is is born white and if she's born privileged, she's much less likely to be called a diva than mm -hmm. someone who was born working class. And like or, to you, diva is like a negative connotation? No, it's like, it's both. It's kind of like, it's like celebrate take back diva the word. behavior and take back the word. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So like Beyonce is accused of being a diva all the time, obviously. And then she made it into and, like diva as a hustler. Right. And, and so she is someone who was born like middle class, but she worked her way up to being this like, yeah. huge star and something really interesting that I've been like thinking a lot about is how in America we like fetishize the whole rags to riches thing mm -hmm. yeah. but when women do it they are painted as these like demanding horrible yeah. people mm -hmm. so it's just like even just from knowing I think it's like you said with the auteur thing a woman who knows what she wants from her work and is not going to suffer niceties in order to get it which is what in her documentary Beyonce was basically like I wasted so much energy making sure the sound guy wasn't mad at me. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I'm telling the sound guy, you messed up my sound, fix it. Yeah. And it's like when men do that, you know, it's just expected. It's like when a man is nice, it's notable. When a woman mm. doesn't go out of her way to provide those niceties, she's rude, she's cold, she's a, you know, B word. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about it too of like, um, 
I forgot what band, but you know, like the in the back, the dressing room, like uh, green M and M's kind of thing. Oh yeah, like on yeah. a like, rider. A rider. Yeah. But like the guy who, you know, there was like one band who was like famous for, it, and it was like such a cool anecdote of like, yeah, we write that in our rider because we know now we know which venues actually read it because we have like fire. No, but it's like true. We have we're playing with fire. Like we yeah. have pyrotechnics. We have this. We have that. Like our lives are in danger, and if you're not taking our our our, our stuff seriously then we can be really hurt so like we have this thing to see like if you guys read it and like in that context it was like wow that's so un- like understanding and detail oriented but if somebody like what, yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce or somebody like, like that it's like headline oh, news BuzzFeed yeah. write 19 like, million articles she needs about this it. or this that and I'm like yeah like also too I mean you know that's the thing too it's like I'm like a nobody whatever but there's certain things that I'm not gonna do and compromise on anymore mm-hmm. like I'm like past that so like and I'm like still whatever. Like, can you imagine Beyonce? Like, hell no, I'm not going to yeah. do this or do that or whatever. It yeah. seems like people just get like with women. It's more, more women are more likely to have people trying to put them in their place. Mm-hmm. In a yeah, way. without well, even I'm just trying to keep you it. humble. That's what. Yeah. Well, it's also un- like it's hard to like really grasp and explain because it's all so like intangible, and then that just allows like the power structure to continue because anytime you're like. I think you're only doing this because she's a woman. They always have plausible deniability to be like, I treat everyone this way. And yeah. it's like, yeah. no, you don't because you think the rock star guy is cool. Yeah. You don't think I'm cool. Like, you think you're annoyed that you have to work with me. That's why you're not answering my emails about my cues. Like, yeah. But yeah. with a guy, they're so excited. I mean, I was running a musical for a while, and I literally had a sound guy say normally we have rock and roll at this venue and it's like oh so that's why you're not working with me is because you don't think it's worth your time to have this like seven female production in your space like and it's like you know that's I feel like the people who have learned that that's just how people are gonna be so they're gonna get what they want how they're gonna get it they're smart and it's like they learn to like okay, you're going to call me a diva, but, like, Aretha Franklin, like, I'm still going to bring my purse on stage because I grew up in Detroit, and I'm not leaving my <laughs> purse backstage. Yeah. Oh, is that why she brought her purse on stage? She's done it her whole career because oh if my you left your purse that. backstage and when she started, it would get taken. It's But it is interesting with, like, the actual label of diva, and I think it 100% gets put on black women way, mm-hmm. way freaking more because there's this idea, implied or explicit, where it's, like, if we do let you into these positions of power, you better you be, be grateful humble, and not thankful. And you, yeah. and you better be happy for what you got. And like yeah. we and gave never this criticize. to you. Yeah. I mean, and that's the Colin Kaepernick thing. It's like you should be lucky and you should be yeah. happy to be here. You shouldn't criticize this. Like, and that's the thing of like, well, what does it mean to love something? You know, right? To and build it's just to critique like, and make it. It's critique. like patriotism in America. Like yeah. it's like patriotism is questioning your institutions. And not loving, yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think about this all the time with, like, diva. And it's also, too, of, like, it's this whole thing about, like, being a black woman and when people slight you or something and then you're like, man, I don't want to go off because I don't want to be seen as, like, as an angry. But you know what, dog? You're going to have that no matter what. Yeah. If I have a normal reaction to shit that you do, you're still going to view me. So it's like, who cares? Like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really interesting yeah it's like if you look at the royal family for example like oh gosh because yeah it's so crazy the the thing that you tweeted was so crazy within 19 seconds oh i know that was what is the daily express they um so okay again just to bash buzzfeed again i don't know why this keep is coming up for me twice but buzzfeed did this story a few weeks ago about how every publication treats Megan and Kate so differently. Yeah. Um, and the, the reporter of that piece acted like she came up with all that. No, it came from Megan fans. And I actually did the story like two hours before she did. Yeah. Oh, shit. So that's a little annoying. But like Megan fans always are pointing out this stuff, like Megan Markle fans. I remember you so, posted her at like Build AOL or something, like that Build thing where the, she had a fan. Like, Wait, who, I haven't even gotten sorry, an explanation sorry, yeah. on the first one. Oh, so, so, so the Daily Express, I, like, caught them kind of in the action doing it a couple days ago. Like, they had two t- tweets in a row on my feed that were 19 seconds apart, and it was like, this is Kate Middleton's secret to success that makes everyone like her so much. 19 seconds later, a PR expert explains all the mistakes Meghan Markle has made. Wow. Literally yeah, 19, 19 seconds. seconds apart. And I'm like, as someone who's worked in a lot of newsrooms, I'm like, 
I think probably what happened is two people were working on the story from different from the same source material and they both published it and sent it to Twitter at the same time. And it's just like so crazy. But if you look at the royal family, look at the queen. She was born to that position. Mm-hmm. Um, as stupid as birthright with that kind yeah. of thing is. She will never get called a diva. She will never get yeah. called out for being demanding because it's more... I mean, people who don't believe in monarchy will call her out. But the people who do believe in it, they will be more likely to call Kate Middleton out for being a diva because she married in. Right. They'll be more, more, more likely yeah, to call well, Meghan out because she married in and she's black and she's American. So yeah. it's like, it goes in these levels of like... It's just how so, grateful should you be just to be here? Yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's a way like calling women divas is a way of reinforcing these really really archaic systems of power. Yeah. It's like so crazy. Well, it's like almost like I think on an even like more general level, it's like there are people who are still angry that women were allowed into the public sphere, period. Yeah. yeah. Let alone could be a superstar artist in her own right making her own money off of her own sexuality like I do think there's a conversation like it's hard if we lived in a vacuum it would be great if women could be as or as little sexual as they want to be we don't like I think it's hard I feel like coming from comedy I've like repressed myself because I was in these all male spaces where I'm like if I looked hot on stage or fuckable in any way they're not going to respect me yeah, and, and now, I'm unlearning and now it's switched completely now, it's completely now switched. Yeah, but now I, I feel agree. like there's pressure where you have to be like hot and sexual to be like a female comedian Yeah, but I feel like within that the women are fighting and, the women yeah. are fighting to work together because it's like I'm friends with so many women who are like never had to repress that side of themselves and I think they respect and understand me and don't think that just because I dress the way I do on stage it means I don't respect them and what they're doing it's all about like calling in versus calling out I think and that's the same with diva stuff where it's like I think there are always going to be people who are just mad that women are in a public position of power are you know and so they want to reduce they want to criticize like it's just going to happen. I do think, like, the ultimate way to take the power back is to say, screw the niceties. I am going to get the work done that I want to get done no matter what because the world's mm. going to stay in your way. And just like Beyonce, they're still not going to give you the awards. They're you can, still not you know, going to give you the yeah. awards. So you have to find that satisfaction within yourself. Meanwhile, you have people condescending you, like, just find that satisfaction within yourself. You're like, yes, I am working very hard, yeah. too. Yeah. But the world is not helping me. Like, you know. And you have people judging, like, it's... Like, with the Super Bowl, this most recent Super Bowl halftime show, I thought it was great how there was, like, there was Demi Lovato, who was, like, covered head to toe, singing and, like, not moving. (laughs) Then you had J-Lo and Shakira, who were doing these, like, incredible acrobatic performances. And you had a woman on the the sidelines coaching one of the teams. Yes. So it's, like, these are so many different representations of femininity and of like gender norms and Mm -hmm. what roles we play so I don't know why everybody freaks out at the one who's the most sexualized Mm -hmm. always it drives me because we've been taught that women's sexuality is for men and we're trying to unlearn that and make our sexuality for ourselves so you you have and even if it is partially for men but I'm sure I'm sure the women on the sideline they're like you have to wear some makeup or you have to like I'm sure they're giving her a hard time you know as well yeah. Of like you can't this or like or she feels like she has to dress a certain way to be taken serious. Like I'm sure everyone gets it in different ways. We're always yeah, yeah we're yeah. always getting it in different ways. That's what's so difficult. It's like it's really just constantly lose lose. Yeah. There's I think neg- yeah. yeah I think the thing that's most important is to just have different examples going on all the time yes. because yeah. I think the big problem and the big reason why like I grew up with such a like swerfy form of feminism which if people don't know what that means it's sex worker exclusionary radical feminism it means like like feminism that does not allow women to express their sexuality at all Mm -hmm. so like I think that's because for such a long time that was the only way women were ever in the public sphere was if you're an actress or a singer who acts in a sexual way so of course for a while women overcorrected and Mm -hmm. feminists sort of overcorrected from that but but it beca- it also becomes something so gross and terrible too because respectability politics yeah, yeah exactly like it took me so long to not let that ruin my mm-hmm. own like self and to realize they're still gonna treat you like 
crap even if you follow every rule they're telling you right. to. Yeah. You can dress modestly. You can do this. You can work hard. You can keep your head down. You can never complain. You're still not going to get the promotion at work because they don't like women. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So it's like you might as always going to be someone who's yeah. more modest than you and there's always going to be someone exactly. who's less, less modest than you. It's just an unwinnable like... And men are always going to like talk trash because they just want to be able through their words to keep women in their place. Even the guys who think they're good. It's like that's oh what's so frustrating too. So it's like I feel like all we can do is just be constantly trying to examine and unlearn all the ways that we've been taught to limit ourselves Mm -hmm. and then not punish the women who do that work and then get try and get there and and understand they're not going to be perfect and understand that we all grew up in the patriarchy, women Mm -hmm. and men. I feel like women are so much more surprised when other women are sexist and why should they be? We all grew up in this system. It is jarring like... Two, when, like, just to take this to, like, when people are racist, like, it's just, like, oh, real or, or, yeah, it's just jarring and sad when you see people voting against their interests, like, yeah. like, 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 people of color, and you're, like, why are you, do you realize that you, they'll, you'll never be, you know, like, part of them, or they'll never consider you, you know, like, like, a lot of Asian Trump supporters, yeah, and stuff, and it's, like, do you realize, like, they don't care about you, you know, um, and that's like a hard it's hard because we all grew up and stuff but it is like a different kind of like damn really I thought you were okay but and they can argue and this is where it really sucks because they can then say well the democratic institution doesn't care about me either and And it's like like, you're right so then it's like you know you have this whole system that doesn't care about them and people are just trying to figure out how to get power within that and I feel like that's why it is it's like it's hard to understand like minorities and women who are republicans but in a way i understand why they feel like they've been boxed into like oh so you just think i should be a democrat because i'm black well then guess what i'm not going to be like, or then you know also what? like what are you doing for us? exactly yeah. and like, the democratic time. party has taken the black vote for granted for like Constantly. Years. For, for years they only talk about issues during election times and privates like it's whole like hamilton room where it happened as soon as they're in the room where it happens they could not care less about black yeah. people. Like, and I mean, that's why a lot of, um, that's why there's all these movements now to unseat career Democrats like AOC. Yeah. How do we and take this back? To I know. Beyonce. I was just thinking. Yeah, let's do Yeah, we should wrap up. Do you guys, what do you guys think is going to be like her next move? What, or what do you want to see from Beyonce? I want to see like a, like the Angela Bassett. Have you seen the Angela Bassett, Tina Turner? Movie. Yes, what's love got what's to do love with got it? What's love got to do with it? I think she, I, I think Beyonce needs to make one. I think Beyonce needs to make one, and Serena Williams. Like I feel like I feel yeah. like mm. people don't really understand the depth the depth of like the mistreatment Beyonce has mm. received in like and her family. Oh, and the and, Williams sisters beyond. And the Williams yeah. sisters. Beyond. I think people are gonna be so embarrassed about how we treated them, just you'd in hope, the way but... you'd hope. But like even having something, because because I watched the Tina um, Broadway show. Oh, and is it good? I it's really that. good. And, 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 you know, obviously, like, Broadway is, like, full of white people. But it's, like, you know, they're doing their things. And, like, they're they're in this tour bus, like, in the 60s, in the middle of nowhere with no gas. And then they they, they go to a motel and they're, like, no, mm-hmm. no, no black people allowed. And then they're trying to sleep in the car and the cops come. And they're parked near the hotel so they still have to pay for it. And, like, still like that. Like, yeah. it's, like, people don't get it. How you're so you know? trapped. How you're still trapped. And I feel like... I would really like to see that from Beyonce of like, no, like showing that, yeah. you know, of all that stuff. I think she strikes such a great balance of making the points she wants to make and being outspoken, but also never letting anybody push her to speak about things she doesn't want to speak about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like as a journalist, I hate that she doesn't give interviews anymore. Yeah. It's like against my religion. But, like, there are just so many other factors at play that make it really cool that she doesn't have to do real interviews anymore. And she is really good at getting her point across. And I just have no, like, beef with her whatsoever. I don't know what her next... I don't know what I would hope her next move is going to be, but I honestly think her next move is going to be... Because she's been so incorporating Blue Ivy so much more into her stuff. I feel like they're going to do something together, which I don't necessarily love because I feel like these children of celebrities really have no chance, like, to be, like, Mm. normal. But, like, so it's, like, but I do feel like that will be their next move is some sort of family thing. Like, Mm. because that's how... I mean, that was what the Lion King album was. I think she'll keep doing stuff like that because her kids are so important to her and 
they're in that age, and I think she's gonna want to do things that her kids want to watch and stuff. I'm I would so- love like sorry or like kind of like watch the throne, but her and Solange. Oh my oh, god, so good. Yeah, Solange is so weird, and I've heard a lot of stuff about Solange of like actually Beyonce is really pleasant to work with, but Solange is a nightmare. Well, see, Solange actually though encouraged Beyonce to like stick up for herself in a lot of these areas because yeah. Solange never had to suffer from being the star of her family. I know this is the way to do it: is be born Solange or be born Ashley Simpson. Yes, yeah. be the sister who is like kind of just coasting behind the yeah. other sister and, and then you can actually it. have fun yeah but then I and heard then that all you have to do is go through therapy for your parents seeing you as second best yeah. <laughs> well but I hear that like because Beyonce actually had to work for it she's a lot more like understanding and easy to work with and patient right yeah. where, where Solange is kind of like you know entitled and stuff and i don't think that she's only good or gets the acclaim because because i do think she does really cool interesting like fun projects but i've heard that she's really difficult to work with like from pr people in in new york and i also heard another little uh thing like that somebody used to be j-lo's personal assistant and said that it was like nightmarish was like the worst job ever she was so difficult and then she that person went immediately to Beyonce and it was like such like a dream. Wow. Beyonce was so easy to work for it. Yeah. And I don't know if it was relative or just because Beyonce is like pleasant. You don't get that level of success. It's like Kim Kardashian. Like I hear the same thing about Kim Kardashian that she's like the nicest, sweetest person and so polite to everybody. Exactly. Like you don't get that level of success by alienating people. You just I think so too. I think like yeah, because there's people who, there's so many people get in their own way or think that, like, think that being a diva is acting like a diva yes. mm-hmm. and behaving in a diva and they get, like, too big for their britches. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, you know, it's, like, part of, it's, like, okay, yeah. you want to be humble, but you also, like, no, dude, you have to be cool to people and you have to understand that everybody yeah. is, like, you know? So it's, like, this thin balance with the people who are good and, like, good working and all this stuff but then also nice to people are the ones that are getting to the top right I don't think the answer is for women to act more like men I think the answer is for men to be nicer like it's like so I don't like so it's like I feel like there's the difference between it's like if you think you're a diva just because you're cruel to people that doesn't do women any favors because you're labeled a diva when in fact like we said you're hardworking, determined and unwilling to compromise your like vision of your own work but then there are other people who are like Oh my god, she's such a diva. And it's like, actually, she's just a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's well, I, really rare, actually. Yeah. Like, in my research, one of the only examples of that is Faye Dunaway. And she mm. is just definitely like evil. not okay. <laughs> she, like, throws things at people. Yes, yes, well, I, yes, I've yes. Heard, I heard that it's more like the C-list or B-list. Yes. Mm-hmm. People trying to perform in that way. Yes. But, like... A-list people are rarely You don't have to. You have nice. nothing to prove. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, I mean, rarely mean. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, whenever I used to interview celebrities all the time, it's the ones that are on their way up yes. that are nasty pieces of work. Yes. And the ones that are confident. Like, Paris Hilton was one of the chillest people I've ever met. I've heard she's actually really, really yeah. nice. Like, yeah. Like, she was so cool. And then there's other people that, like, I won't mention because I'm saving it for my friend show. Yeah. <laughs> who are just, like, so nasty. But if you've been interviewed by Molly and you're listening. I know. Yeah. Hey, your time's up. Yeah. Time's up. Well, Molly, is there anything you, a Beyonce thing you want to see before we wrap up? Um, <laughs> you just took control of the podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm asking you. Well, this is everyone knows if you're a true Millie Stan, you know every podcast I go, it's the she Millie Stan over. Interviewer, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. If you're following me, you know I take over. Uh, I would like to see her. I just want to see her do another like Lemonade or Four or self titled. I just mm-hmm. love her albums. Yeah, she doesn't get enough credit for being an album artist. Yeah, she's an album artist. She, like there are even so, the visuals. Like, yeah, yeah even more so than like like in terms of modern day pop stars. And I'm using pop star as a word for what type of celebrity she is, mm-hmm. not for her like genre. But for modern day pop stars, there. are is so little attention paid to the album even with Anymore. Lady Gaga yes. she's not as much of an There's album so many artist. bad tracks no. on her album yeah but with Beyonce every single album is so meticulous and so yeah. thought so out so well crafted like I love all of them I yeah. will listen to any of them so really good. and yep. she invented if I'm not mistaken she invented this when she dropped 
um, the album Lemonade at Midnight and with no prior self-title with no prior like blah 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 and now everybody does that but Beyonce started that Beyonce did and And everybody told her that it wouldn't work they were like if you like drop this album no one's gonna download it and she was like yes they will I still remember I have such a visual in my head of like the windowless apartment that That you were in that I lived in (laughs) In like um, Clinton Hill when that came out, and I was like, oh, the like, funniest is Francesca Ramsey with those three oh, other yeah, women. Which there are these crystal. like they had this like, the read that one of them is on the read. Yeah, so they like had this podcast where they would like talk Skype and they would talk about a lot of stuff. And they're on the podcast recording when Beyonce's Alan drops, and like one of the women's like, hold on, hold on, you guys. You guys, I think Beyonce just dropped it out. Like, it was like this yeah. live reaction. And then Beyonce ah! put it in her concert in the yeah. back. Like, oh my it's God, like that's great. really cool. Yeah. Well, I think the problem, I mean, it's not a problem. It's just an interesting thing she's going to have to navigate is like, okay, she had four, which I thought was probably my favorite Beyonce Yeah, album. it's dynamic. Then, yeah, then she topped that with, Self-titled, self-titled drop. which was the drop. And then she topped that with Lemonade, I mean, which visual. was visual and all and about Jay-Z cheating on her. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I think the... And then she had the Homecoming, which was like like the, the crazy That's performance. True. Yeah. And then the doc, which, yeah. uh, in, which she flipped that like... But like how so, is you're right. Next, she has like constantly yeah. topped herself. In how a way is her that next seems album impossible. gonna top itself? Exactly, and that's the. Well, and I didn't thing. think that yeah. their joint album really did. Wasn't no, and that, that great. and yeah, that, that tour was a grift. Oh my god, <laughs> going when we I went to go see that tour and it was so because speaking of the feminist stuff, just like real quick. It was important in that way, too, because I was next to these guys who were there for, very clearly there for Jay-Z, and Beyonce comes out and has this whole sort of, like, 10 to 15-minute chunk that is very in-your-face, women's rights, feminism, my own sexuality. It's very, like, that part of her self-titled album, but she even kind of expands on it a little bit, and the guys next to me are just going, okay, Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. And, like, they're just, you know, I could tell they didn't like it, but they were still having to sit through it. Like, so it's, like... Good. Yeah, that was like, I went to Glastonbury this year, and my boyfriend obviously is from Ireland. All of his friends with us were from Ireland. And, like, there was probably three girls and, like, four or five guys, and Lizzo was starting, and I was like, yo, we're going to see Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to blow your minds, like, because they'd never heard of her before. And I was like, her music is incredible. Like, get ready. And so there's these, like, like, not my boyfriend, but some of his friends, I could tell that they were... What the hell? Like yeah. this big woman. Like, yeah, they were yeah. like, "Wait, she's wearing that." Like, yeah. what do you do? You see that she's wearing that? Meanwhile, like, yeah. there was a skinny white girl. They wouldn't even blink. And exactly. They wouldn't even blink. Yeah. But it's also too of like, yeah, people. Yeah, it's like this huge radical thing of like this whole movement. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's the so whole thing. Of like, yeah, because they sat through that set, and afterward they were like, "She was awesome." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "You're welcome." And you have to like, unpack your. She Lizzo makes people unpack their own mind boxes where people just yeah. know certain women who look a certain way shouldn't wear revealing clothing. Period. Yeah, that's just how it is. And then when Lizzo's like, "And why shouldn't I exactly?" And also, you know, people still want to sleep with me, and also I am hot. And then it's people have to unpack why they've just decided someone who looks like Lizzo shouldn't be sexual. Yeah. Or should be, like, you know, like, sexual in a way that's comfortable to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, it's always, like, a barometer for, like, oh, at least I don't look like her. At least I'm not fat or black Mm -hmm. or this and that. And then when, you know, it's just, like, when she starts loving herself, it takes away these people's power of, like, denying themselves all these things to not be her. And she's still living a great life. I mean, I totally feel that sometimes with people, too, of, like, I'm not supposed to enjoy my life. I'm not supposed to, like, do the things that I'm doing. You know, and, and, when I you had, do. and when you do, people get mad because people are like, oh, what I'm skinnier than you. Yeah. I'm skinnier than you. I look better than you. Why are you having more fun than me? Mm-hmm. Why are you having a better life than well, me? Well, what power do they have if they can't make you feel bad about themselves? And then it's really this amazing moment where you go, oh, my God, you have no power. Yeah. <laughs> you have no power if you cannot make me feel bad about myself. And I'm still unlearning it. And it's really it's painful hard, because yeah. they still do have so much power in my mind. And yeah. it's, it's painful. Like It is. But, so it's really nice to see somebody who's like, uh, them having power is my choice. Yeah. And it's yeah. like to actually see it's someone true. that working out for. Yeah. And, yeah. and like examining and opening the way for so many people. Of like, and then people like being like open about like yeah like fat people can be hot or you know all that stuff you know and not in like a 
what's the name? Uh, she's gor- or like Ashley, whatever the plus size model. It's like Ashley I, Graham. I and it, she's gorgeous, like, but it's like I feel like the yeah, plus size models like that I grew up with. Yeah, and it's like yeah. they always. It's like you're allowed to be a big girl if your waist is thin, your boobs are big, and you have a nice butt too. And it's like okay, well, I have small boobs, big stomach, big butt. So where's my like you know? I, know. Like, where I used I? to have a joke about that, but I couldn't do it because no one was People ever on my so, side. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, I have a I have a funny joke about that of like. I, I get all these like things of um, whoa, we got a new plus size fashion line. I'm like, great, and then it's like earrings and sunglasses, <laughs> and I'm like, that's so funny. So yeah. you. Beyonce, our one criticism, Ivy Park should have. Oh wait, do they have plus size Ivy Park? Um, I you saw my pants yesterday. They, I think Why, weren't to, people criticizing? They're going up to three X. Okay, so that's it's not good. it's good, but it's not like what people, a true plus. Size. It's not a true plus size. Yeah. So that's like the or no, it goes to extra large. But actually, it goes up to my size. So anyone bigger than me can't get it. So, but mm-hmm. it is technically, but yeah. So that's what I'd like Beyonce's next no, move to be. No, Rihanna, Savage Fenty goes to three. Yes. Re- oh. I would say my uh, criticism is, um, you know, the only plot hole in Lemonade is that she got back with Jay-Z. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Like, Girl. But as but Cardi anyway. B said in a way that like I hate Cardi because B's- of the patriarchy, but I also understand it's like. She's like, am I supposed to just start over with somebody else? Like, in Beyonce's That's mind, sad. like, is she going to find another Jay-Z? No, so she's going to make that guy work. And it's sad we have to I do, that. do that. And I, think, I, I truly think once Cardi B turns 30, they're not going to be together. I hope I not. I hope not. I'm she, so sick of him. I'm so sick of him. But he's, he's so I think, and, like, she's she going to be rid of him. Who do you 30. think Becky with the good hair was? Oh, Rachel Roy. Do you really think it definitely was yes. her? He grabbed her ass at the Met, at the Met Gala. You don't know the story? No. Okay. This is the story, and then we have to. End I know, this. and then we have to. Because I have to I'm taking way too much. Time no, no, no. Also, you guys. should say allegedly. So this allegedly, say allegedly, yet. this is an alleged story, right? So Jay Z was known like for cheating on her, going around whatever. Um, what happened was they're at the Met Gala, and he was having an affair with Rachel Roy. This is all like allegedly. And it's never, no one ever cheats on you as someone hotter than you. Mm-hmm. Ha, no. That's always. It's not about hot. Yeah. It's not about hot. It's about control. It's about mm. like they can. Exactly. It's about them being taught that their masculinity is only through having women as a reward system. Yeah. yeah. It's lame. Um, so he's having an affair with, with her. With Rachel Roy, which also is, you know, he has a, a, a messed up relationship with Dame Dash. So that's Dame Dash's baby mom or ex-wife. So that's also, a, you know. A thing too. So basically, what happens is they're at the Met Gala allegedly, and he <laughs> grabs he grabs her butt, like, and then Solange's like, "Are you really gonna do this in front of my sister?" Like, like, oh, that's the elevator front, No, this yeah. like, are you gonna do this in front of us? Like, what what's your problem? And like, who the hell are you to Rachel Roy? And Rachel was like, "I don't care about you." Like, I don't. And like, she got snippy with Beyonce. She was really disrespectful to Beyonce. And then Solange's like, "Are you gonna let her talk to your wife like that? You know, let her talk to your wife like that?" And he like didn't say anything. He didn't intervene. And then Solange's like, "Really, really?" And then they're like, "Okay, let's go." And then. Like, Rachel Roy was still popping off on Beyonce. And they get in the elevator, and Solange wails on him. And you don't see Beyonce stop because, you know, Solange yeah. is right. Like, not right, but, like, uh, you know, Solange is, like... um poor woman. You know, so so Beyonce is just, like, Jay-Z's you know, doesn't stop them. She's just, like, not because she knows that Solange... And then they go in separate cars, so then that was it, like... That was that situation. Yeah, was that Jay Z was doing that in her face, and then 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 um, Beyonce left him. How's that? It's like we're we're like we don't even care if you cheat on us, babe. Just don't do it in front of me. Yeah. It's not even in front, but it's just like so it's like a different level it's of like we have suspicions. We have suspicions, but like you know, and you say you're gonna work on it, and you do it in front of me, and then she left him. She went on a tour without him. You know what I mean? And she was really like posturing to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when he came back and he's like, I'm really sorry. He realized he's about to well, lose his, his kids. He his was about family. to lose his whole family. And then they did like, that's when they did the on the run. Yeah. One. And then. Yeah. Now she won't let him go on the road by himself. No, now he won't let her. Yeah. What do you think would have happened if they broke up? I feel like it actually really would have hurt both of them in terms of fame and everything. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I don't know. I feel like it could have been really fun to see. Because you see J-Lo. Like. Yeah. J-Lo's had these stars. And I feel like it would it could be really cool to see who she gets with in the yeah. way that J-Lo's like dating different people and stuff. It would have hurt Jay-Z more than Beyonce. It would have yeah. hurt Jay-Z way so. more he, than Beyonce. He relies on her a lot more oh, than yeah. she yeah. does on him. And like, I think, 
That's what I, I think he would have been with like any other Instagram, whatever. But like she, uh, he would have turned into a sad, ugly, pathetic man, and she would have kept thriving. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like they, you know, try. But I, you know, but I think their unit is so strong for the public. For like, the public, in the public eye, you know, and maybe I mean? they're like whatever agreements or NDA kind of separate, like. Yeah affairs but i think yeah. that i but i also think it's pretty humiliating to like re, like have you been i went to three i see her three times so the on the run two is like this whole they i like it they arrange it like a musical of mm-hmm. like how they met and then like the they mm-hmm. they fell in love and then the cheating, i found it and really cheesy yeah. Then, but, yeah, but then but then i'm like dude you have to recreate the distra- almost destruction of your marriage and re- reconciliation every night every night for thousands and thousands of people and then the that's fan- why some people think it's like faked or over exaggerated because they did it together as like a marketing ploy yeah she was I think she had a meeting where it's like if you want to get back with me these are the conditions we're going to do this we're going to twist it in this way she had her team and like that and he was like be- cha-ching he's like, yeah. yeah it wasn't he was just like okay like I don't want to lose you I guess and then like it's a, a pretty humiliating to like he yeah. has to live there and be humbled every single every day, day knowing her fans in the audience like freaking hate, hate him. him yeah i was dating a guy who cheated on me at the time that that came out and oh. it made me stay with him i mean that no. wasn't the only reason yeah but that's but what I was people like, yeah i was like yeah maybe i should maybe i can make it work but oh then it's God. just like you have to really change and he like literally rubbed her feet for a music video in front of like millions of yeah. people so like yeah that's different than like a guy saying that he's not gonna do it anymore you know what yeah. i mean and that's the thing that I wish Beyonce would have made a bigger, bigger statement about totally. of like it's not this you know and then that's the thing I feel about Cardi B is like she's from this hood mentality and she's still really young she's still really, really young. young she's really young and I'm like that's that young that's that young hood girl shit of like I'm gonna go to the club and find the girl that my man was sleeping mm-hmm. with and beat her ass and I'm gonna go do this and I'm gonna show out and I'm gonna do this on my man and then at a certain point you hit third, you know, and then you're like, I don't have to do anything. I'm not the police. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do any of this. You're going to, if you, this is your decision and then bam, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be I interesting just, to see what she does. I, I, I don't think she will. You know what I mean? I don't think that, but again, like seeing the Cardi B thing was like, I was hanging out with my cousins who live in Providence, Rhode Island. And they're like so hood and they're just talking about, yeah, like I slapped the shit out of my man because he was cheating on me with this girl in the club. And I'm like, yo, like. This y'all are like literally twenty one. Yeah. Like this break is up like, with him. Yeah, yeah. I just it's done. Like whatever. Anyway, break up with him. Break, break up, up with him. him. Beyonce's great. Molly's great. Marsha. Uh, Marley. Molly. Marsha. Marsha. And Millie. Oh my god. Martha May. Marlene. Molly. Marsha. We should start a cult, girls. I didn't realize you were so alliterative. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so Yay. much. Thank you. This thank was great. You. From London, England. We're out. Uh, Some people think Diva's a bitch. Diva Behavior, the podcast. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.